You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's me. You know what, Ben? I don't even mind conceding the spot of the one true host to you today because today is your birthday! It is my birthday! Yay! So big. Well, technically, as you're listening to this at home, it probably won't be. But as of recording, it is, in fact, October 25th. Yes. And I am, in fact, 33 years old. Wow. 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 I know. I know. Look at you go. It's like I, I feel like I'm in a uh that that stretch of of aging that feels very, very, very just like utterly irrelevant. Like Yeah, yeah. You're like the 33, 32. Yeah, it's like when you get up to like 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 I feel like the the and at each decade, as you kind of like, like start creeping up on like the next one, it's yeah. like, oh man, like 37. It's like, okay, like we're, we're getting in on like 38, you know, which means 39 and 39 right. basically means 40. Um, but I feel like right now it's just sort of like, I've got like a big swath of like yeah. open, open air You're before just me. In your early thirties, living your best 30 life. Exactly. You, you know, know just the dirty thirties, as they say, is that what they say? I don't know. What would that even mean? I don't know. It does rhyme. So it's probably true i'm gonna go with poopy diapers yeah that's exactly that's, what it means the dirty <laughs> 30s means you're changing diapers it's Change. not it's nothing not, not nearly as fun as it sounds no yeah not at all yeah. not, although it doesn't really sound that fun anyway it sounds well, kind of like, i mean it just depends you know i mean maybe you're out there like four-wheeling maybe you're out there doing spartan races you know okay when you put it like that it does yeah. sound like a heck of a lot of fun yeah you yeah. know okay so that's a funny thing because i feel like this idea of going like four-wheeling or getting one of those like all-terrain 
train vehicles, you know, like the quads yeah. that you like go out. Like, like we did at Mike's bachelor party. Yes. Okay. So yeah. the great example, great, mm. great throwback. So for, for, um, GMA member Mike's bachelor party last year, we were at snowshoe mountain resort in West Virginia. And yeah, one we of were. the things we did was we rented these four like off-road, like, um, side by side, like buggies that we like drove out through the woods, and then we had like a cool like dinner with like mountainside views. It was really beautiful and awesome. Yeah, it was but good. like I see people all the time like driving down the highway, and they've got like a trailer that they're pulling behind their vehicle that's just like loaded up with these like off road vehicles that they've clearly taken out, and, like, yeah, and, like mudding in and stuff. And I'm like, uh, it's like one of these things where. I just so badly and desperately want like greater access to to the things to that like particular yeah. activity. But like we grew up in a household where I feel like dad's like whole mantra was like everything that we have is like human powered, you know, so it's like running bicycling. Yeah. You know, it's like like if you were even in like for like going into like aquatic sports it was it was just swimming you know we did all of those activities but it was never uh or or more infrequently was it the like powered version right of yeah. any of those yeah yeah we didn't ever have you know we had like we, we never had like a like a go-kart you know we only had access to we had canoes and not boats with motors yes okay yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a better <laughs> yeah. example than swimming yeah exactly yeah. um and and so it's like now reaching like adulthood it's like this subject that, like i constantly like wants like broach with my friends which is just like guys what i would really love to do what i would really love to do is for all of us to go and buy our own off-road all-terrain vehicles yeah and like this is like what we go and do on the weekends is just go like like drift you know mm -hmm. as it were right th through the muds through the muds through the muds and such yeah and so but like it's it like i think the thing is is that because all of those activities that we did were so like manpowered it also is like very much reflected in all of our friends now as adults who are just all cyclists right. or you know like just general like endurance athletes mm -hmm. of some kind or another right and it's like it still feels like i'm stuck in this like no, no, no. Like, this is, like, one of those things. In my head, it's, like, illegal is what I'm trying I, to say. I, I understand exactly what you mean, where it's, like, it feels like I wasn't raised doing these sort of things, so I am not allowed to do these sort of things yeah. as an adult. Um, but here's the other here's the other caveat I would throw out there is that I feel like the other one of the other things that it felt, like, instilled into us or, or for for whatever reason, it feels like you're not allowed to like go do those things or like claim you enjoy doing those things unless you went through the like hard work and effort it took to own the products involved. You know, like there's nothing stopping you from going to like some sort of you know rally park where you just rent the things oh, and have yeah, have a yeah. have a weekend fun of dirting around Dirt, you know and it's like, around. but somehow it's like that wouldn't be the same and it's like no but it probably would be like well, at right now you're at zero and it's like I'm, I'm i'm right there with you i'm like i i like even though that would be available i'm like i just i feel like i'd rather own it you know no i but <laughs> yeah. see that's the thing too is that like on the on there's a handful of occasions in my life where i've actually had the opportunity to like get behind the wheel of like one of these like rigs and um one of them of course was at like mike's bachelor party 
where obviously we're out there and there's like very strict rules and like regulations about like you may not pass the front car right which yeah. is like the guide who's like taking you out there and it's like and if we see you back there getting squirrely then like that's it you're like going back to camp like absolutely in no way shape or form should you be right. like taking it to like full speed at any the, time the fun is that you are driving it in the woods okay nothing else right 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 yeah, yeah. it's like in, yes. for like safety and liability purposes like i completely and utterly understand why this is going to be like a really important facet of yeah. the process they, they don't like, want you to sue the mouth they don't want to lose their you know expensive machinery exactly exactly yeah, yeah. You, you are like the 10th person today to get behind the wheel of this thing and we need to make sure it continues to drive for right ever and ever and ever and um the other occasion was we were down in the dominican republic alice and i very early on in our relationship i think we've been <coughs> dating for like six months and it was yeah. just like i was like let's just go like on an adventure and so so we did it and we like we had both like <clears throat> booked these i remember alice and i actually got into like a fight over this particular <laughs> oh uh, boy this particular thing because we we both picked like an excursion you know you go down and you're like staying in like one of these like all-inclusive resort type things or whatever and um she wanted to go and tour the capital city uh, which is Santo Domingo, I believe. And so we went and we did this like historic walking tour, like, you know, where we, you know, we brought like like the fancy camera and we took pictures and, you know, did the whole thing. We like listened to the guide who spoke like seven languages. And it was all like, it was very like cultural and interesting and like, you know, just kind of like fascinating to see yeah. the history of this particular place and how it was discovered and like blah, blah, blah. And then my version of it was let's go and rent ATVs and just go hucking it through yeah like the mud that is in between all the sugar canes out in the fields yeah. of the Dominican Sounds fun. which I would actually say ended up being its own cultural experience for a completely different reason because you were like in extreme rural Dominican Republic right and so you got to see a bunch of stuff that you just you know was not the resort it was like these are like the farmers out here that like raise sugar cane and so that was really cool but i remember like we got out there and like i i was like i was such a good sport yesterday on the walking tour and now i'm so excited that we got these like bandanas and helmets and sunglasses and i'm gonna like hit all the mud puddles and i i think maybe because like it was like a different country like it seemed like there was like a little bit more tolerance for you just going and like jimmying it a little bit yeah sure like right you know <laughs> you were, you were just sort of allowed to the rules are look i went to a water park on my honeymoon when me and beth went on our honeymoon down to cancun we went to um uh, a mexican water park called Jelha. okay yeah and i remember getting there and it was like it was so free form compared to like an american water park as to be like almost uncomfortable like it was it it was like i don't am i allowed to just go grab a snorkel off here do i need to like rent it do i need to check out do i need to check it out you know and it's like no you just go pick them up you know just whatever just go pick it up just then then you're just using it it's fine you know and it's like okay all right all right and then it's like okay where where do we get in the water where are the boundaries of where we're allowed to snorkel it's like there's the ocean just go it's like (laughs) he's like like 
Yeah, but like we're at the park, so certainly there's like an area. Like, is there are there dangerous fish in here? Are you like accounting for that? And it's like it's the ocean. Of course, there's dangerous fish. Just get in there. You know, the, the limit like, does you, not yeah, exist. The limit does not exist. Enter the water wherever you see fit. Okay, you know, you have too many questions. Yeah, too many questions. Just go do it. It yeah. was like okay, all right. And it, I remember just feeling like yeah, like there's no there's no line. I mean, certainly I guess there were lines and stuff, but it was like. It was very just like, come as you are, go where you want, do as you please. Like, there's not like, no, whatever, whatever. You're like, okay, okay. It seems like, it seems like if I, I feel like there should be a, it, there's normally more safety regulations in place at places like this that normally you're just like, oh God, these guys are like really overreacting to everything. Isn't it? That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. It's so funny yeah. to me that like when you're in somewhere that has all the rules and regulations, you're like, wow, uptight much? I know. Like, okay, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Calm down. I know. Now I'm like, what, what if there's sharks, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, well, there could be. Yeah. I don't know. It's the ocean. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. That's how nature works. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy your snorkel. Good yeah. luck. Have fun. Yeah, so anyway, we did snorkel, and I think we saw at least one, like, you know, like, barracuda out there, which is, like, it's, like, one of those things, like, it's not going to hurt you because you're way bigger than it, and it's not interested in interacting with you. But, like, you are, like, you... Like the barracuda knows that about you, but you don't really know what barracudas think, you know? That's true. You're like, mm, like it's going to see you and be like, hey, that's a big fish. I should probably stay away from that. You're going to see that and be like, boy, we are not in our element. We are in that. We That belongs in the water and we don't. And <laughs> yeah, it has teeth and we don't. <laughs> While it cannot eat me. It can still harm me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet it wants to. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway, um, go ahead. So you're you're in the you're you're loaded up, you've got your bandana and your helmet, you're ready to jimmy the the ATV yeah, through the sugar canes. Absolutely. And and again, like, you know, this is like early on in in mine analysis relationship. So I'm like excited to like show her like how cool I am. Yeah, right. Like you know, watch like, me a bit get ready to rip it through this dirt. Yeah. I know. Yeah. You're gonna like, be so impressed with me. <laughs> I mean, there's like the what like this is like one of those things where it's like, you know, you, you see the like in movies and stuff, like the guy roll up on like the cool motorcycle and it's like there's like your perception as to how this is actually going. And then there's like the reality attached to like how people actually feel about these situations once like placed in them mm -hmm. and i think that that's what like what i was learning a yeah. little bit which was that like my thought and expectation this even goes back to like me in high school like with my subwoofers for example like yeah. in my mind I was so proud of my subwoofers and I thought they were the coolest thing that you could possibly have in a car. And I remember like just my heart of hearts loving my subwoofers. Yeah. And then as a result, it meant that like, like when I pulled into the school parking lot, I would like switch the song to like the bassiest song I could find. I'd crank it up to 11 and it would just sort of be like, boom. Yeah. You know, my license plate was rattling and I was like, everybody's walking in the school right now. I was like, dang, that guy. like legitimately what I thought was happening. Right. And, and we've talked about this before too, like with the, like the guy who has like the um, extremely loud exhaust on his like car motorcycle yeah. or something. It's like, it's like they definitely think, you know, the louder you can be, the better. And I am so loud. Nobody can hear themselves think. Right. Like, that's how cool I am. Right. 
Anyway, all directly transferable to this particular situation where I'm like, this is going to be really cool. I'm going to get to like really show off in front of like Alice and just like, you know, we'll, we'll like go skidding and we'll like, I'll have like the, like the fishtailing going on and we'll go fast and, you know, like hit all the like mud puddles, right. like really make an adventure out of it. Alice did not want that at all, even right. one little bit. And so, like, you know, we're sitting there and, I mean, it was a type of thing where it was like, you know, I would, like, swerve it, you know, and stuff like that and get it to, like, just, like, loosen up a little bit. And, it, it I mean, I could, like, feel her, like, gripping me, but not in the, like, adorable, like, oh, like, this is, like, a fun way for her to, like, get to, like. Like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm glad you're here to, like, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it was like, she was like, Ben, stop <clears throat> now. Yeah. Stop. And it was like, oh. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. no. Like, <laughs> I have. You were being reckless, sir. I have drastically misread this situation. Mm -hmm. But I do remember in my head thinking, like, I'm like, but yesterday I was so. I asked all those questions. Remember to the tour guide? Remember how attentive I was to the, to the questions and stuff? And, like, you know, it was almost like. It was like the direct trade here was that this was going to be, like, just a hooting and hollering good time. <laughs> right, right. But it turns out, like, your ability to feign interest in. Uh, a walking tour does not directly translate in Alice's ability to not be afraid of the situation. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> and again, as a reminder, like she doesn't, I mean, she knows me well enough to have traveled internationally with me, but like, yeah. you know, we're still less than a year into our relationship. You yeah. know? So it's like, this is still one of those things where it's like, she doesn't know how much like I personally value my own safety. Yeah. Uh, at this, like, I think now as we've gotten like a lot older, she knows that like, I don't want harm to come to myself or her mm -hmm. even more than she does. Right. Um, like that. I, I even remember this being the case, like growing up all the time with mom, like, you know, where she would like, you know, we, we would be doing something, you know, no doubt reckless, no doubt. And she would like tell us to be careful. And it's like, mom, I don't want to get hurt. Exactly. <laughs> like, Come on. Obviously. Jeez. I know. All that to say though, uh, it means that in the, the scarce few situations where I have gone about renting my, uh, ATV slash mud terrain vehicles. Yeah. Um, I feel like if anything, it has only just like left me wanting even more, uh, Mexican water park freedom. Yeah. You know, just to, just to be able to like really like go after it. just sounds it. like you need to get out there like probably just like without Alice. Well, or yeah, without Alice or without like a guide who can yeah. like, you know, tell right, you right, like, right. like no, sorry, you can't pass the leader. It's like, mm -hmm. what, you know what? I just want to go. I just want to go. I just want to go. Like that's like that's like the the, I don't know, the like the, it's, it'd be like so freeing. Those places like, exist. Do they know? exist? Yeah, absolutely, they exist. I remember once upon a time when I was working over at the concert venue that nice. I used to work nice, at. Yeah, nice bingo. I was at one of the at one of the marketing conferences, and it was in um, Columbia, South Carolina. Okay, um, it's hot there. Okay. Yeah, that's on like every billboard. They tell you how hot it is. Oh, it's uh, it's, yeah. like a, it's like part of like the culture. <laughs> it's like it's part like, of the culture. It's it, hot here. It's hot here. It's hot. It's like we're not quite tropical enough to where it's like it's like beachy. It's like instead it's just it's just it's kind of south. It's hot and therefore hot. Yeah. But so one of the things they did uh, in the evenings is like we're all gonna go have fun. And this was like this is the first one I'd ever been to. And so like in my mind like marketing conference was like yeah you're gonna sit in like a room all day you're gonna listen to people talk and then you're gonna go back to your rooms like i think i vastly underestimated what conferences meant and that they are often like things people desperately look forward to all year as like this awesome thing yeah i was yeah. like okay uh, but like they bring us to like this adventure park like at night which was awesome there's like you know big zip line and 
um, you know, um, what and like ATVs and stuff. Okay, okay, it was super fun. I like the sounds of this. Yeah, it was a very cool. It was a very cool um uh, outing. And I remember we were, I was, you know, we were loading up to do the ATV stuff, and. I remember feeling a little bit frustrated because like you go out in like sort of like a line, yep. you know, so you're all you're going through the trails and stuff like that. And of course, they give you the spiel like whatever, you know, don't be, be safe. Don't fall. Someone actually did fall off and it was my roommate. Oh, my for gosh. The trip. Yeah, they were like all like their face was all like scuffed up for the rest of the trip. It seemed like it was this instant karma for them, though, because then they had this just great story for everyone. And everyone was constantly asking them about it. And they ended up, I don't know. Anyway, not important. They ended up being like the cool kid. The, yeah, it was like, man, I wish I could have crashed. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Yeah. geez. laughs> no. <laughs> it, was, it was very, I don't know, I remember it being very like weirdly opportunistic that, the, that like everyone sort of knew, you're like, oh yeah, Chase crashed. And then like every day in the morning, they'd have like a drawing for some like, you know, big prize. And like the morning after he crashed, they drew his name out of the drawing and he won like an iPad and like, you know, that he, oh. and they're like, now what happened to your face, Chase? And it was like, and then, you know, he got to tell his whole funny story to everyone. It was like, yeah, it was like, oh man, every, just, that was like a, a weird way to win a lot of points to a lot of luck and circumstance over there. Okay. About this. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's like, how, how did you make it in life? Because everybody's got that like right place, right time yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, there I was laying yeah. face down in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't want to undersell Chase. He was extremely good at his job and very much cared about it. And I think now works at Legoland and is one of the just the nicest people ever. But anyway, way to go, Chase. Way to go. Way to go. I remember you crashing that ATV. Uh, anyway, though, I remember being frustrated because like where I was in line was like, like all the was like behind the person who was really cautious, oh, you know, and okay, it was like yeah. I could and it was like very clear, like everyone in front of them was just like gone. And like everyone behind this person was like, you know, just having to kind of there, there's no way to pass. You know, you're just on the trail. Yeah. So it's like, I guess I'm just going to have to kind of go at this this slow pace here. I really wish I'd been right in front of you because then I really could have gone. That would have been way more fun. You're seeing the problem. Yeah. You're seeing the problem. See, even you're mm-hmm. you're telling me of like, the, the place you can go. Yeah. And the problem still exists. Well, the problem could exist, but there were plenty of people in front of that person who just got to rip it and have fun. Oh, yeah. I yeah. see. It's there. Could you have gotten around this person? Person. I I I mean I don't know. Okay. I don't really remember it that well at this point. I just remember the feeling. I'm surprised that this isn't like the most crystallized memory of your entire life. No. Given that it's obviously the opportunity of a lifetime well, <laughs> to, to drive an ATV as fast as you as can. As fast as you want. Yeah, that, that was it. I remember one, there was two other incidents, like as safe as <laughs> obviously the company wanted all of their marketing employees from the whole country to be. One, Chase got thrown from his uh, ATV and then someone else was doing the zip line and I guess they like put their hand on the wire as they were going and they were yeah i mean it's exactly what you think like do not do that because it like ripped like a giant stripe of skin off their hand and they were yeah that gave me the full body shivers yeah okay okay maybe maybe we maybe as a species we don't need to go as hard as we can right i've learned i've learned my lesson i've now backtracked yeah I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't mind a quiet afternoon inside with a nice a nice paperback. <laughs> so those there were other things that were uh grabbing my attention that evening. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Those but are, I did a, do the zipline several times. That was fun too. But you didn't grab the, the I cable. didn't grab it. Although I remember them like not having a good way to stop you at the end. Like they had like a yeah, you, you can pull this thing if you want a break. And it was like, but they'll just like catch you and there were people to get down to the end. They had these like mats you could run into. I guess. And like some people would just run into them full force of the zip line, just like smack. It was like, 
you guys need a better braking system or something here. Or something. (laughs) Or something, yeah. It was like, we can catch you. It was like, you can't catch a person moving 15 miles an hour at you. This is full body weight, you know? Oh my gosh, it's so true too because this is is like one of those things that I feel like I learned the extreme hard way, which is... uh, giving somebody a high five from a moving car oh ow yeah Yeah. gonna be a lot of a lot of force a lot of force i remember this being a thing because in the early days of our cross-country training uh we would be out and like our our coach would have us like all meet at like a pull-off on the parkway or something so like we'd all you know it'd be like summer running so like it wasn't like officially like sanctioned events yet everybody right. like all these high school students we get out there like in you know our, our little cars and stuff right it's like run club so it's not mandatory but like it was anyway it's like it's not mandatory but if you want to be on varsity you better be there you better be here <laughs> um but like i remember there being a day that like i think somebody was showing up late and they had like another like one of the other our teammates in the car or something and so i've already like left the parking lot and i'm like running down this like stretch of the parkway and as they come up and you know like i extend my hand to like give them like a high five in the car as they go by and of course they're going at like you know 20 miles an hour which means it was a 20 mile an hour high five right it was like i think both of us just almost broke our hands right yeah it was (laughs) like turns out that was a bad idea turns out when you give somebody a high five even a good high five right it's not a 20 mile an hour high five yeah no yeah so don't do that don't do that no no uh fast motion high five then gotcha yeah yeah for safety reasons yeah anyway uh to to shift gears just a just a smidgen here um it is in fact yeah it's my birthday which is which is fun it's very exciting uh but also more importantly is that tomorrow is officially addison's first birthday what you've been a dad for a whole year can't believe it can't believe it me it it definitely flew by yeah there's no doubt right it's just like this morning, I was like watching her in the living room as she like you know sat up and then crawled across the room and then like pulled up on like a bench and then like I don't know just like you know looked at me, held herself up like in a standing position, was clapping and smiling and laughing, and I was like, you just did like like every single one of the like 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 last seven things you did, all of them are like like fun new skills right it's yeah. like and you just did, you just did all of them <laughs> just all, did all at once. once yeah it's like no big deal like what i know very impressive very, I, I loved it um this past weekend we had uh her birthday party which i think was um um maybe maybe possibly verging on slightly over the top for a first birthday party i mean that's how the what you're going to discover is that next year it will not be <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair it's like it's like okay like the, the firstborn's first birthday right is, especially right. for the parents it's like this this is a big deal like we did a whole year well that's the thing especially about like the firstborn first birthday is that it's like they like addison probably won't remember it that much but like the real celebration is like you and alice made it the whole year that's true that's yeah. true yeah there's there's at there's like a whole new piece of perspective which is just like how impressive it is and like even even now it's like you know I've, i was talking with you and beth last night we were over at y'all's house and it was just like the fact that y'all have like successfully uh you know raised three boys mm-hmm. two two of which at the same time yeah you know it's just like i'm like man perspective is like one of the most powerful (laughs) components of existence because you're just like all of a sudden you're like what you guys did is not like easy yeah (laughs) i know it's hard for sure it's very it's very cool um but yeah no it's been it's been really uh it's been very exciting as we've we've kind of like worked towards addison's first birthday because i've i've definitely had like 
the the vision for it pretty much since like the day she was born oh man yeah i mean it that that much was clear yeah yeah, yeah. you guys had like many things that were like you had like like i guess the theme was rainbows and there was like so much of the theme was like prevalent like everywhere but then it was like clearly not just like in the decorations or the cake it was like you had stuff that you'd been lining up for the whole year yeah pretty much and and so like the the reason behind it is that like i I had talked about this on the pop like probably over a year ago now but alice and i did have two miscarriages prior to having addy and the baby that you have after a miscarriage is very frequently referred to as like a rainbow baby. Right. And so for us, it was like this like really, really, really big deal. So starting with her like monthly photos, like the whole year, it was like this fun, like almost like quiet game. I think that we were playing like, you know, through Instagram and stuff like that, just to see if anybody would like realize what we were up to. Right. But, um, as we went, like her first month photo, she was like in red. Second month was like an orange color. Third month was yellow. Fourth was green. Yeah. So like over the course, and there were like shades in there because there's obviously like, you know, yeah. more months and colors of the rainbow. But over the course of like the whole year, we had like made her like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Like, right. So it was like really neat to like have like all like her photos strung up and be able to like see like the whole finished rainbow having like come together. Yeah. Which was really, really fun and cool um and then it, it made for a lot of fun otherwise too because like we we baked or i baked her a cake which i was really excited about but like you know like the cake layers all yeah had, it was know. very nice looking at like yeah very vibrant uh five layer cake there yeah yeah yep. colors of the rainbow and then it was completely covered in sprinkles i was so I, I i was so proud of how the cake turned out i couldn't believe it because like i've i've seen them before because it was basically just like a like white frosting but then just absolutely like head to toe covered in sprinkles right and i have seen them you know before like on baking shows or <coughs> you know like cakes to grammars or whatever right and it was like well that's that's very impressive like it looks extremely good uh like when they do it and i was like i don't know you know w- w- will it turn out right when i when i try to give it a whirl seemed like it did and it did it turned out really good but um so anyway, we had this like really fantastic party for her on Sunday, which was like just so great and it was like such like an outpouring of love and stuff. But I have had like the weirdest thing happening basically like since the party. So technically like today's my birthday, tomorrow's her birthday. Um, but I have just like <coughs> it, it's almost like we we talk about name of the wind a lot, and in name of the wind, there's this concept of like the sleeping mind, and yeah. that's like in order to learn the true name of something you have to like awaken like your sleeping mind which is this like much greater sense of understanding deep beneath the surface yeah well i feel like i have been having this like just like total deep like very uh i don't know like like solid slab of sadness like sitting deep inside of myself yeah but it's like i'm not even like consciously thinking about the sadness but like as like i walked into the office yesterday like cat who works here was like are you okay and i was like not really but yeah you did not seem okay yesterday yeah but like what was what is the sadness well i think it's just like it's like like alice wears her emotions like right on her sleeves Mm -hmm. right like so she's you know over the process of the past couple of like weeks she's 
you know, like cried a whole bunch of times. So like Addison uh, <coughs> started saying like mama uh, for like the first couple of times, nice. which of course like completely brought her to tears and it's been really cute. Um, but I think that like for me, I've been nothing but like so excited and, and I'm this way too, like with like super Carlin brothers, even like each year that goes by, I'm just like, like we did it for another year. Like we we've continued to do it for another year. Yeah, we like, have. I'm just like, I'm so proud that like this has happened. And so as we've gotten close to like Addie's birthday, I've been nothing but just like actively and consciously excited. But I almost think that like my sleeping mind is like hardcore mourning, like like the end of the first year of her life, right. basically. Yeah. Like you'll, um, it'll, it'll never be the first year of her life again. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> I think that like yesterday I was feeling this like, very very deeply inside of like my being but it wasn't even the type of thing that like my brain was like actively acknowledging so i I was feeling all of like the weight and emotion and everything to do with it but like my my brain just wouldn't let me like consciously think about it for some reason yeah and so this was i i think more than anything like it makes sense to me like I, i understand like why why i'm sad like you know it's not like hard to for me to like wrap my head around but it did definitely bring to light like a kind of emotional being that i'm not necessarily sure that i've um actively like acknowledged before Mm -hmm. which is almost like like this thought of of your sleeping mind so to speak just for the sake of the example to be experiencing experiencing an emotion that is actively separate from like the one that like I'm like wearing on my face. Right. Or like running through like my train of thoughts necessarily. Okay. Um, so it's like, I'm like, that's, this is like an interesting thing to have now reflected on and like maybe like learned about myself is that like there, there are certainly occasions where I can, I like, I can tell that I am like frustrated or angry or mad or sad or something like that. But it's like, but but like I can't even tell you why. Oh my gosh, dude! Uh, it is this this exact thing happens to me like not infrequently. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, where like I will, you know, and like like Beth is like really empathetic, and she will like always pick up on it or something. And it's not like I won't be able to feel it, but we'll just be like driving somewhere. I'll just be you know I'll be around the house, and she'll just you know I I can like tell that I am like very upset or like really angry and she's like i just wish you could just tell me like what was wrong and i'm like i wish i could tell you what was wrong i wish i i knew what was wrong right and it's just like i like i don't i don't know i'm just angry and it's like i like really have to like just sort of like let the emotion happen and like try and like focus in on like what is actually causing this and it's like like after enough time it'll eventually sort of like bubble up and i'll realize like okay this this one this this like triggered something and it's actually this other thing that's been bothering me for maybe a while and now it's sort of like surfacing and it's just like but in the meantime i'm just like angry or upset about something and it's like i like i i don't know why i just like i don't i don't know i don't know what's making me so mad right now i know, you know? And it's like it's very 
very frustrating because like I like don't like feeling the emotion and I don't know what's causing it. It's just like happening to you. Right. No, it, it's, it's really, it's really, really, really strange. And and again, like I, it's funny because even as you're describing it, like my mind is even still going like further into like the like little name of the wind example type things. But there's like one scene in particular where the main character like meets up with this like Feyen creature or whatever. And he has to like, he starts composing her a song in his head, but like has to like break off a piece of his mind so that like it can go and like compose the song like over on its own. Yeah. But then like his consciousness like is like remaining like focused like more in the present. Yeah. And it's almost making me wonder like whether or not like <coughs> when Patrick Rothfuss was putting together this story, he's actually like speaking about like a real thing that your brain is capable of like doing. Oh, well, for sure. Okay. So this is a fun fact. Okay. Um, I remember once upon a time watching a, I think it was, I think it was a try guy video and uh, they used to do this um trend or this this style of video called like four verse one or something okay where it would be like the four of them would try and um take on some expert in their field okay and um which by the way if you, before you leave the comments i'm aware of all the drama surrounding the try guys at the moment and stuff so i know it's just three of them now but uh, this <laughs> is just an old video <laughs> right okay anyway for, for reference sake for reference sake i got it oh man um anyway uh, so one of the times they were doing it though, it was crossword puzzles. Okay. And so it was like they're gonna, you know, they were gonna go up against this like champion crossword puzzle guy who does like, you know, can you know finish the New York Times in like under ten minutes or something, you know, okay. every, so, you know whatever. And then and it was a you know it was a really informative video because they tell you like, oh, did you know most crossword puzzles have like a theme? And if you can figure out like the center word across the middle, like that probably is gonna help inform a bunch of other things. It's like, well, there's things I didn't know about crossword puzzles, you know. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. always thought crossword puzzles was more just like a, a game of like trivia that you just play with yourself yeah yeah but it's um and i think yeah for to some extent it is but it's yeah to me it was always just like uh, it's, it's just a miracle someone figured all of these letters could fit together and make words oh yeah you know yeah. <laughs> right like then no one had any intent behind it but sure enough there is intent behind it anyway they kind of like talk about like through like the process of doing it and like there's this phenomenon, bingo, in crossword puzzling, or it, like crosswords in particular activate this particular this exact mechanism in your brain, where it's like you will like read a clue and it'll seem familiar, and like you don't quite know. You're like ah, I, like what is that word? I don't, ugh. and like you'll think of you'll you'll basically set your brain a task to like go work on. Oh and wow! So people who do crossword puzzles a lot will frequently experience this like sensation where like they'll be working on it and like two days later all of a sudden they'll just be like jam it was jam you know or like a jar that's the uh, you know whatever Whoa. it is and it's just like their brain was like yep let me go let me go run the processing on that and like you know i, I was thinking about like terry in uh soul going through the files it's just like let me just go send send some little piece of me off to go like look through the files and we'll find it eventually don't you we're, we're gonna get it back to you and then sure enough like you will find it like your brain is working on it even though you're com you completely forget you're even working on it and it's just like two days later you're like oh there it was so it's like this is it's like a real thing your brain can do and it's like your like uh, i think yeah i think for whatever reason cross crossword puzzles like they make you try and think of very specific trivia or just like single words or like things you may have heard like in reference once upon a time and so yeah it's like these tiny bits of information you're not really holding that close to yourself but you do have access to it just might take some processing so your brain can do that just be like whoop, uh, we're gonna send someone to work on that 
Um, I, and I experience this sometimes, like a lot of times in conversation where it's just like, oh, I'm pretty sure I remember that. Uh, nah, I'll think of it later. And it's like, indeed, I do think of it later because it's like you send you send some piece of your mind off to just go work on it. And it's like it delivers it a little while later. <laughs> I, so I'm, I'm curious now, too, because like this is this is making <coughs> me wonder like what what my what I have like trained my brain to do throughout the course of my life. And especially when it comes to like handling or working with like difficult emotions. Yeah. Because like I can absolutely go back to like high school breakup type things, Mm -hmm. you know, like where, like, I'm sure you'd remember that back in the day I would, I would be like on my phone, like texting just nonstop, just just all the time. Yeah. It was just sort of like, it was sort of how like I just operated Always, I think it was probably more than anything. It was almost like my like my nervous tick, if you will. It was almost like my brain wants that next thing, right? And so I was like, I need to like you know keep keep my brain entertained, and like I guess that's just the way that I did it. It was like maybe like my alternative to like a video game or something, right? But so as a result, it very frequently meant that like I was having breaking news relative to like my social life or like you know my relationships and stuff that it could pretty much just be happening like at all times Mm -hmm. and i do remember um my first job ever was at uh petland and i remember there'd be like days like where you know i might be like literally in the process of like going through like a breakup or like holding back tears you know in my car as i pulled into the parking lot or something like that just like very upset and then it's like you know like you walk in and it's like the second somebody was in front of you it was like hey how are you today like what can i right. help you out with you know and it's like <clears throat> and now we go through the course of like an eight hour work day all the while just like you know and and i mean you could maybe see it as a distraction but like i also think that like a, a big portion of it was that like there was a different part of my brain that was over there, like trying to like sort through all the layers of like this complex piece of like social machinery yeah. that was happening mm-hmm. and like, you know how to like digest it. And then it was almost like the second you clock out and get back in your car, it was like, Ooh. Ooh, yeah. And I'm back into like, just having like, you know, <laughs> back to bid breakup. Where are we at? Like, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's almost like you, I, I don't even know. I mean, possibly your brain's working on it. Possibly it was just like the ability to put it on pause. Um, but I definitely think it's like it's been the curious thing that I, again to bring it back, you know, full circle as I've been approaching Addison's first birthday is like I haven't been worried about it. I haven't been stressed about it. I haven't like no part of me has been anything other than excited about it. But like I could absolutely tell that like yesterday, especially like I think after her birthday was like officially officially over, it yeah. was like something was going on. Right. You know, like I was like I was like super super sad. Um so I don't know. It's it's uh, your crossword example is definitely like it's it's interesting to me because it's, you know, it, it, it like I, I like to think that your brain could do something like that. But like maybe that confirms it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's like a much more like real world. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Like studied example. Yeah. 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 And I mean, yeah, I don't know if it's like a, I don't know if that's different from like just like compartmentalizing emotions or anything. Maybe it's like a, a similar sort of function there yeah but um that i don't know parenting i think in general just tends to make you like a lot more emotional all the time about everything and especially like yeah it is like the the first year like i remember um all these things with like uh like luke and the twins growing up and uh getting older is like there's there is this weird thing you start to notice 
where like so often in life when you're trying something new or you're like picking up a new thing, it's like you're just encouraged to just like, oh, yeah, well, it doesn't really matter if you fail the first time because you can just like keep trying it again. Yeah. You know, but like with aging, it's like there will only be the first time right now once. It's not like, okay, you know what? The next time I'm, um, you know, teaching my child how to walk for the first time, I'll do it differently. And it's like, well, no, you won't because now you can't <laughs> like, 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 yeah, in some capacity, it's sort of like, yeah, like this, that the opportunity to do that for the first time is already kind of like, right. Come and gone. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe you'll have like a different kid or something, but like that'll be a different kid. It won't be how you treated this kid that way. Like the way you treated them this way, the first time is the way they will have been trot the whole time. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was, <laughs> you know that what I mean? Yeah. Not yeah, the yeah. right word. <laughs> so certainly can be. So yeah, everyone knows what I mean. You yeah, get it. I follow. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like, I don't know there. And it's like, I think you start to realize that it's like, Oh yeah, I can't, I can't do that for the first time with him again. It's not like, Oh yeah, the next time I do that for the first time, it'll be, I'll do it differently. It's like, cause, cause you already did it, but <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a good, it's a very good point. It's a very good point. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it, it even brings me into like the the inside out mindset a little bit, like which I, I've always felt like was such a fantastic way of like starting to like visualize how your emotions might be like operating inside of your head. Yeah, like you got like the little console, and it's like you know what, anger is completely at the <coughs> wheel right now. Right. Um. But like when you think about like this compartmentalization of like emotions, it's almost like it's almost like sadness is over like in a cubicle right now, like vigorously working away. Right. You know, like with with like the consoles, like laptop. Yeah. You and know, like the circle of sadness. The circle yeah. of sadness. Yeah. 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 It's like it's it's inside of like its own space. It doesn't necessarily like be like it's not like at the forefront. And I've still got like joy like hammering away up there, like doing, doing all her stuff. Right. You know, but in, in the meantime, yeah, sadness is over there. Like big, big things going on. Well, that's exactly, but that's exactly what happens in inside out where it's just like, like, um, for the most part, like, like joy is trying to compartmentalize sadness, like while Riley's going to school. And it's like, I think, uh, for the most part for like minor, you know, things you're doing throughout your day, it's like, yeah, it, okay. That made me sad, but it's easy enough to just like push that to the side because I have more important things. But like what Riley in the movie is experiencing is like, like dr- tremendous, the tremendous trauma of moving across the country as an 11 year old right, or whatever. And it's like, she's trying to, they're, they're trying to compartmentalize sadness, but at some point it's just like, no matter what they do, it's like, it's bleeding through and everything. And like, they keep trying to like push it down and it's like, you can't push it down. <laughs> Right, right, right. It's coming. Everything she touches is sadness. All of your memories are becoming sad. How is it yeah. that this movie just continues to like? It's like on the surface, it's amazing, and then it's like when you dig deeper, it's even better. It's so good. I love Inside Out. Yeah, so it much. is fantastic. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a 
Fancy way of saying, it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Okay, so we'll switch gears. We'll switch right. gears away right. from like our our, our deep, um, uh, what is it called? Reflection yeah. of, okay. of our of ourselves. So you have you have a fun event going on this evening. Oh yeah, um, you're <laughs> heading to uh, to see uh, a, a musician yes. who who I if if I recall correctly, first concert you and I ever went to. Fact. Yes. Um, so it's cool that you're going to get the opportunity to. See, see another performance again. Yeah, here. no doubt. Yeah, the one, the only, Weird Al Yankovic. That's right. Are you excited? I am excited. Um, it's one of these things where, so yeah, you're right. It was at me and you's first concert ever. Um, actually, it was at the um the Roanoke Performing Arts Theater <laughs> where I worked. 
Nice. For yeah. some time. You well, know. Well, Perhaps it, you've heard. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's come yeah. on. Now it's known as the Berglund Performing Arts Theater because they sold the naming rights. Um, I don't know if it sounds as good. Like, it's fine that they sold them, but they sold them to like a, it's like Berglund Automotive, you know? It's like a local automotive group. So now everyone, it just sounds like a, like a car company now. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's there's, not really the point. There was a lot of drama <clears throat> attached to the naming process of that particular building. There was, was there, there was. It was so. It was actually really funny because there was. We'd been doing all these deals with like um, whoever the whoever the Toyota dealer is in yep. town. Like they'd done some like work with us and they'd done some sponsorship stuff and like they were like expressed interest in the naming rights and stuff. And like that was part of why they even opened up the bidding. They're like, no, look, like because everything has to like be like confirmed with the city and stuff. And they're like, no, we have like someone who absolutely wants to do it. But it's like you do have to open it up for bidding. It's not just like, yes, you've done like this. Is, like it has to be open or whatever. And they had just like opened up like a dealership like, you know half a mile down the road yeah. on um you know 581 it, and yeah, it's like it, right next to the concert venue which is also right next to the road so it like had toyota gotten it they would have had just like a whole mile of toyota advertising basically it all the way down it would have been it would have <coughs> been pretty huge because exactly where they placed the dealership was it almost feels like they were doing like these two decisions like completely in tandem <coughs> absolutely with yeah. one another yeah it was like we're gonna have like our huge name on the massive building that you drive by and then right after after that, you're going to see our massive car dealership. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And I mean, for all intents and purposes, it seemed like it was just going to go off completely without a hitch. They weren't going to have any problems. So they open up the bidding and they put in their bid. And it's like, I guess. Uh, and then just like out of nowhere, like completely like out of left field, like I guess Berglund got wind of it and was like, uh, we're not going to let that happen. So, <laughs> so they, they, outbid just, them. they just outbid them like at the last second. And it was like what <laughs> it's like <laughs> like everybody's already tentatively calling it like the blank de- yeah, the blank yeah. toyota dealership i know it was like uh okay i guess we're <laughs> shifting gears <laughs> literally so that was kind of funny i mean it was like okay i didn't well, apparently you know you got swept up in the you know local car automotive dealership you know yeah. drama political shuffling going on there but that's how the name came about anyway not important um, that was the first uh, concert you and I ever went to. Ironically, it was also the last concert I ever worked on at the, um, oh, at no the theater before like I left. Yeah. So that was cool. And now um, and I remember like it, it would be like it was sort of this funny thing when I was working on it because they're like, OK, um, we're, do you want to work on Weird Al? I was like, absolutely. That's fine with me. Theater show. I got it. No big deal. And like it, like completely sold out. I think like no one else at the building seemed. I think like understood Weird Al at all. You know? Oh really? Like they were just like, yeah, oh yeah, kind of like funny guy from the '90s, right? Like I was like, when they handed it to me, I was like, well, this is. Just, I'm not even gonna have to work on this. You know? It's like on sale, sold out, right? <laughs> you know? More. Or less. I was like, this is gonna be so easy. And it was like one of those things where like. I like I did the exact same amount of work I did for every other show and like people kept coming in like dude really great job selling this one out like wow like really surprised now it's just like I really didn't do anything extra at all <laughs> you know Weird Al's just super I great, was just like you know? yeah it, was, it turns out Weird Al's just like more popular than you guys realize I don't know why it's surprising to you but whatever and uh, I remember like actually staying like watching that show and it was hilarious um, and so when it was coming back uh, when I saw it was coming back I was like oh man you know what you know what? 
I want, let's get tickets. Let's go. It's going to be fun. So, uh, I bought tickets like forever ago and I like looked at the calendar this week. I was like, Oh my God, is this week gonna, gotta figure that out. Um, but so I'm pretty excited about, it. I'm not sure he like dropped a new album or anything though. It's not like, so I don't know if it's just going to be like tons of old songs, which would be pretty cool with me. Cause like I, that's mostly what I know. Yeah. Um, or I think we talked to someone, one of our Patreon calls is just like a bunch of original songs. And I'm like, okay, well then I'm just going to have to like go with it on the fly. <laughs> I, I mean, no but, matter what, I'm sure it'll be just, but that. I think it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be very funny. An absolutely great time. Have you ever yeah. met weird Al? I have not actually met him. No. Okay. Yeah. He, oh. uh, he came to the, to the venue once while I was there. It was that last time. And, uh, there wasn't, I wasn't a part of like doing the meet and greet or anything for it. Oh. So, Bummer. I know. Bummer. Would've, pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool. Would have been cool. So, do yeah. you have an outfit picked out? Are you gonna like? Oh a- man, not not in particular. I certainly can't wear what I'm wearing right now. Oh no, I'll tell no, you no, that. No. Yeah, this you're, is not weird. Yeah, you look like a square. <laughs> I know. I know. You got to wear like some sort of like I know like the Hawaiian shirts are like sort of a thing. Weird okay. Al concerts. And okay. if I remember last time, a lot of people had like like tin foil. And stuff going okay. on, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, people dress weird for Weird Al. There's no doubt. Are you gonna you gonna, you gonna incorporate a little little tin foil? Well, into I, the old I'm, fit? I'm certainly not going into the to. drip. Yeah, into the drip. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know um, at all what I'm gonna wear. Yeah, that's that is TBD at the moment. TBD. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it. But um, I'm excited about it. I'll report back on how it was. I'm sure it's gonna be hilarious. It's like it's like I don't like actively seek out like Weird Al music, especially these days. Uh, cause he's not like making tons of new stuff or anything. But yeah. it's one of those things like when you start listening to it, it's so funny. Like it seems like he's just like, Oh, just change the words to some songs. But it's like, dude, I think like underrated, one of the biggest like comic geniuses, like, you, you know, know. <laughs> it, it's like one of those things where like, I've, I've wondered before, like I know like playing the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know how to put that in air quotes. Playing the Super Bowl, I think, is like a like a very like notable accolade that like a musician can have. Yeah. Like sometimes I wonder, like, when you get into that like upper crust of people who have like made famous songs and stuff, whether or not having them being like parodized, I'm making that word up. Yeah. A parody yeah. of their song. It, like by Weird Al, if there's if that's almost like a like a like a um I'm an iconic musician merit badge. Oh yeah, you like, know what yeah, I mean. Like, like weird out covered my like, song. Right, right. Yeah. It's like it's like I got my Super Bowl right here. I've got my Grammy. Got my Weird Al badge. Like yeah, you know, you kind of gotta you kind of gotta like fill out the old vest as it absolutely, were. Absolutely, absolutely. The question is, Ben, will Weird Al ever play the Super Bowl? <gasps> That'd be the best. That would be the best. It'd be yeah. pretty great. Yeah. I feel like we're living in the the era of nostalgia still yeah. long enough that it, it feels. It feels possible. Yeah. And what would be really cool is if they had him do like perform some of the songs or even have like the other artists come out that and would perform. Be, that like, would that's what would really sell it. It yeah. would be so cool. Like, you know, if if yeah, like they're doing like he goes out and is performing Amish Paradise and the guy who sings Gangster's Paradise, like comes out and is singing Amish Paradise with Weird Al. Right. Covering his own song. Yeah. Oh man. That'd be crazy. That would be really crazy. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be really fun. Um, On that note, though, so on the note of music, I'm I'm also curious right now whether or not there's a debate happening on the bingo cards as to us talking about Weird Al fail is does that count as failing at music? Um, But this weekend as well, uh, I have a big musical event coming up. I'm going to the When We Were Young Music Festival in in Las Vegas, um, which I am like so absolutely ridiculously curious to see 
how it, it's going to shake out because I know that like from the very beginning when I looked into doing this particular event, there was a lot of speculation that um, you looked surprised about something. So just I was like, as you were as we were talking about whether or not the artist of Gangsta Paradise could come out and sing with Weird Al, I was like, I think he might be dead. Oh, and so I was just looking it up to confirm whether or not uh, and the. Uh, the artist in question is Coolio, and as of uh, last month, uh, like September 28th, so extremely recently, uh, he has passed away. So No way! That is, yeah, so that's sad. That is <laughs> so sad. That, so that will never be a reality. So that will not be, okay, I'm yeah. sorry for choosing an example. To, okay. Jeez, Ben. Failed at music. You can there check you the bingo cards. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. hold on, I might have an update on failed for music. Man, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we were just talking about Coolio earlier this week. We were because we were talking about how he did Keenan and Kel's oh, opening yes. number yeah. for, for the uh, Keenan and Kel show. The Keenan and Kel show. And it was always so like it was like iconic and amazing, but also like didn't really fit the vibe of the show at all. Sure. And we were like, what? What happened that? coolio was like yes i would love to come out and be a part of this nickelodeon intro song yeah and we actually looked it up and i can tell you exactly what happened curious listener at home is that keenan and kel from keenan and kel before they were on that show were on a variety show called all that which was basically saturday night live for kids and aired on nickelodeon and much like snl every week they would have a musical guest and coolio had been the musical guest several times now keenan and kel at this time are like 12 13 or whatever like they're very young but they're you know they you know they look up to him and think he's this really cool rapper of their generation and he's on their show with them so they were like he's like one of our best buds he's like like peers basically even uh, yeah, yeah yeah peers and so they were like we should ask him if he wants to do it and they did and he said yes <laughs> so sometimes you just gotta shoot your shot <laughs> it wasn't incredible what an incredible moment yeah oh man okay well i love that story yeah that's pretty great yeah that anyway. works out that works out mm-hmm. uh maybe one day that'll be us when we we finally get to do like some some behind the scenes for like some type of major franchise be like hey can we help and they'll be like yeah sure why sure not? yeah get in here man get it. yeah we take your your word for some stuff okay i like it yeah i like it it's exciting stuff who knows um anyway though so where was i going oh yeah so uh when we were young festival is this weekend which i'm very excited about yes going to vegas, going to vegas. have you been to vegas before i have not been to vegas no, okay now, yeah so me this, neither this has been my first time ever uh and this is like one of those events that like i think that when they first announced it pretty much everybody was like there's no way in the world this is actually going to happen um but i was like you know what i'm gonna try it i'm I, i'm just gonna like roll the dice ha no pun intended because we're going to Vegas. Zing. I was like, I'm just going to roll the dice. And you know what? Like, let's just see. Let's just see what happens. Like, maybe, maybe like, worst case scenario, I get there. The festival doesn't happen. And I just go and have, like, an enjoyable weekend in Vegas with my friends. And it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but it seems like so far, despite the fact that there ended up being, like, unexpectedly high winds last weekend. And they did, in fact, have to cancel the first day. Woo! Did you see that? I did see that. that yeah. yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen to you this weekend. I know. I know. I'm very, I'm very <clears throat> nervous about it, but uh, also very, very excited about everything that, that could happen. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's like right around the corner and this has been like a very interesting one because I've never really done uh, like major music festivals before. And I know that there is like an aesthetic to like the 
like the the kind of dress mm-hmm. that is typically found at these particular. Yeah, so you do have an outfit planned out, unlike I, me for the Weird Al concert. I do have an outfit planned out. Yeah. Yes, indeed, and and it is. Uh, I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. However, I'm just like I have I really don't know whether or not I'm going to fit right on in, or if I'm just going to look. Nah, you're gonna fit right on in, dude. Like absolutely. There's no look. First of all, there's no dressing like I don't think you can really. If you're dressing like for the event in a way that you feel is right for the event, especially for like a big music festival, like you're gonna be fine. Okay. You know, you're gonna be leaned in as long as you're not like walking around in, like a suit and tie or something. <laughs> you know, which you won't. Which even then, you could probably like punk it up some, and people will be like, "Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, well, anyway, so my my uh, outfit for those who are eagerly awaiting. Oh, they um, are. It is going to be a uh, zebra print holographic tank top hoodie. There you go. Man, yeah. I've yeah. I've seen pictures of it and it looks good. <laughs> Hopefully it does. <laughs> um, I'm I'm pretty stoked to go and, and like patrol about yeah. in it. I think mm-hmm. it, it should be fun. It should be a really good time. I might wear the current sneakers that I have on as well. Excellent. They go with the... It's bright. It's loud. Yeah, it's exactly. vibrant. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like the event will be. Exactly. Most likely. But so the other thing that has happened is that... Um, it's it. We've been able to like peruse the set list, and so some of the some of the bands I'm most excited to see uh, are going to be Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, which yep. you might remember from in high school. It was my first ever band yeah, tee, which you might remember from high school. End of sentence. Uh, which you yeah. Might, yeah, which you might remember from high school. <laughs> Their first album was awesome. I'm hoping that everything they play is from that al- album. Um, so we'll we'll see. So that's I think that's the very first thing we get to see when we get there. My my sort of like like look how look how trendy i am uh because i know some of like the more offbeaten i don't probably not even offbeaten mm-hmm. uh different bands would be silverstein and four years strong okay in case anybody at home's ever heard those uh and then like the big big names that i'm excited for uh, is gonna be paramore yep and avril Lavigne. bam okay you've decided on avril i've decided on, on oh avril. Yeah, man yeah. um it was it was avril or the all-american rejects and it was like one of these like man like I was so excited for Avril Lavigne, and then when I was like looking into the songs from All American Rejects, I was like, I can't believe how many of these I know like extremely well. Right, like you, like, like you've sort of like heard all of their music in like the punk rock genre, but not realized it was them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so it is not uncommon for me to like listen to like a Spotify playlist that plays music from this era and includes all the bands that I do know. Yeah. And then of course there's like tons of songs that show up that, you know, and are like ridiculously iconic, but like I've never like bought one of their albums before. Yeah. And so like, I I don't know anything about the band itself other than it's like, apparently I know all of their most well-known songs. Mm -hmm very well so that was like a big toss-up but i also feel like there's this thing with avril lavigne which is just that like i like it's like if she has like a song on the radio or something and i'm out driving like you know in my like my big truck with your subs by myself (laughs) it's like it's like i'm like yep all the way up yeah I mean, it's not complicated, Ben. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> something about a skater boy. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. You have a chance to see Avril Lavigne do Skater Boy live, right? So, I mean, what's I mean no one's going to blame you for, for you know, choosing to see that. I feel like I'd be able to just like, like, just do like a standing backflip afterwards. I'm going to be like, Probably. so like invigorated. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be in your, in your holographic zebra vest hoodie. I know. Yeah. 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 
It's, I mean, maybe people will just be expecting it. Probably. Maybe probably, we'll, probably multiple people will even be doing it. Probably so. Yeah, maybe, maybe not even, I mean, who's to say? Probably a lot of kickflips. I imagine lots of people just have skateboards at Avril Lavigne concerts, maybe, you know, waiting for the song. Right, yeah, right, yeah. yeah no, just in case, like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll bring, like, a, like a tech deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like... Grind. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I saw a commercial for Tech Decks this morning where you can buy shoes that put your fingers in that sit on the Tech Deck. So you can, you don't even have to, I was like, that seems like cheating. So like, they attach to the Tech Deck. They attach to it. It's oh. like as if it's like you're snowboarding on wheels. Oh, wow. With your fingers. How embarrassing for I Tech Deck. I know. I was like, they should, wow. They should bail on that promptly. Come on. But then at the same time, like you see the Tech Deck commercials where like these people are doing legit kickflips with the with the skateboards like off of ramps and catching it and going back down and i was like that feels impossible this is they gotta fix this in post like no one can actually do kickflips with a with a tech deck certainly they can yeah i mean it seems certainly like such a thing yeah i mean i remember i remember this was another like middle schoolism is that everybody got really into tech decks so yeah. like you know you'd bring them to school with you <clears> and you'd have them like you know in your pocket yeah because you didn't have keys or a cell phone or anything yeah why do we even have pockets i know um if not to just store tech decks and i remember what would very frequently happen is the wheels would fall off while they were in my pocket so oh. i like pull mine out between class and right. be like oh man i gotta like where's my wrench yeah <laughs> that's the thing not only did everyone have tech decks they had a full maintenance kit on yeah. them uh, just in case set yeah. of backup wheels yeah just so just so you're prepared and then they came out with hand boards which oh, were wow. like tech decks that were like a foot long yeah oh man Woo. as soon as i saw those i was like there's literally nothing in the world that is cooler than a hand than board. a hand board i know yeah could you do lots of cool handboard tricks lots of handboard tr- <laughs> I, uh, if anything i actually would say it was like a little bit easier to do like an ollie i'm sure it was, it was like <laughs> yeah I loved it. Yeah. And then finally I got a like a like a metal tech deck that came with like goo. It was like a like a wax or something that you could like spread across the surface of it and it would like literally just make the thing stick to your fingers. Oh. And this is like one of those where again, I probably just walked around with like the wax in my pocket, which was probably melting all yeah. day and just like filling the inside of my pocket with this like waxy substance. This is exactly the sort of thing though that like when you're in middle school, like it sounds so silly now that you're an adult, but like this is, you'd like sit down at lunch and be like, this is this, this is the this is basically like a power move. Like, look what I got. I know. I got the tech deck wax. I'm waxing my board. I'm changing the wheels. I'm putting off-road tires on. I just retaped it. I got some graphite to put in the axle joints, you know, like whatever. I'm ready. I'm tricked out. I'm ready. I carry all this stuff with me in my pockets every day. <laughs> I got like a little like a little like stand, like a little like workstation with like, right. like clamp it in. Right, exactly. And meanwhile, it's like, can you do any tricks? Yeah, I could sort of ollie, you know. I could go, Whoa, look at that. Whoa. I'll, I'll roll it across I the desk. Ro- yeah. <laughs> exactly. As much, as much as everyone loved tech decks when I was a kid, I don't remember anyone who could do anything with them. Yeah, like, no, not yeah, really. Tricks wise. Not really. I, I feel like this was also the case just in general with most of the people who I knew who had skateboards, which was the th- like, no, nobody was like good at skateboarding. But, yeah. But plenty of us had them. Yeah. And, you know, wanted to want to be aspired to be good at it we all had tony hawk pro skater 2 so there was that slash the extremely goofy movie which i think set wildly unrealistic expectations for what what i should have been able to do on rollerblades and or skateboard by the time i got to college yeah yeah like by the time you were 18 you could basically just by practicing in your backyard be pretty much at the top of the entire sport not to mention you should probably have a half pipe built 
in your backyard. In your backyard. This was the type of no thing, doubt. again, yeah, like I think I would have, mom always called them no questions when I was a kid. This would be the type of thing where like, mom, can we build a half pipe in the backyard? And like, in my mind, it's like, I just saw it on the show that we watched, this movie. And it's like, no. Right. But it's like, but Max has one. Right. Yeah. Right down the street. <laughs> right. Him and Petey are, they're shredding all day. Right. Yeah. Oh. PJ. 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 Yeah. So yeah. Pete's kid. Right. Yeah. So I, I Pete Jr. Well, that's Pete, Pete, yeah, Pete Jr. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's a good, that was a very good half-hearted <laughs> Pete impersonation. Well, from, I see. I see a lot of Pete on the old uh, Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. It's okay. like uh, it's so interesting how they they have to treat Pete. He's like they they need a character for to be like a bad guy, but who's like always like just around the corner from being a good guy by the end of the episode. It's like oh, sure. Every, Pete's Pete. He's always everyone's friend, but he's always just like overreacting to everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is interesting how it's like yeah, you don't want to probably for kids movies. Your shows you like you don't really want there to be like a bad guy like it's not good for them like for them to establish the idea that there are like bad guys yeah there's always just more like a slightly antagonistic character yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's true that's yeah. true we, we we just recently picked up a great new book for Addie. it's about the pout pout fish and the shark oh yeah. the shark's a boy blob, blob, blob. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, a, what a good one parents pout, pout get fish it with a pout pout face anyway i feel like we've reached a great stage of the episode well to, ben is, you know oh, what though oh. i do feel like there is one more thing i wanted to i wanted to get in on this episode by all I feel means like it's a fun way to round off okay too. Okay. okay so um, <clears throat> Luke has been practicing like letters and stuff at preschool. Okay. You know, every every week is basically like themed around another letter. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, good way just, to learn. Yeah, good way to learn. Good way to learn. And so the other day, um, he wanted to. Uh, I guess Beth was downstairs reading her Bible, and Luke came upstairs and he says, "I want to write a Bible." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." I think what you mean is you want to write a story. And he's like, mine's going to be even bigger than mommy's. Hers is this big. Mine's going to be this tall. And I was like, that's a lot of writing. <laughs> it's really big. It's like, I think what you mean is you want to write a book. And he's like, okay. And then he, you know, goes and sits down with his legs table. And then he, um, is like trying to write some letters and, you know, quickly realizes he doesn't know how to like spell or like how, I guess like, <laughs> or like, right. And he comes back and tells me like, every, just, every time I write a letter, it just takes up this much space. And can you just like, could you just write it for me? And I was like, okay, okay, absolutely. I'll come help you. You know? And then he's just like, uh, he, you know, I'm like sitting there. I was like, all right, what are we writing? And he's just like, he like points at different spots on the page and like tells like, all right, I just put like this letter here and this letter here. So I just have like at random spots on the, like the page, like, oh, here's the letter A and here's the letter X and here's the z and it's like occurring to me that like maybe in his mind the way that like like writing in a book works is that they just sort of put letters on the page until worms are formed at oh. like, you know, <laughs> like rather than like writing the words it's in like, a row right right so you just yeah. like you slowly like you know just speckle them in you just speckle them in whatever you end up with right and then yeah. you have like the finished product when you stand back there's there's <laughs> exactly so i was like okay 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 maybe maybe he hasn't just seen someone do like lots of writing in a row so like all right how about this luke how about you just like um you tell me the story you just tell me what you want to write down and i'll write down the story for you sure right okay and then so then he could like watch me write and like you know totally see like how it's done over the course of an entire page and all that and uh it was it was such a fun 
exercise. What did you come up with? You. Oh man, we have like a whole entire page of writing, Ben. I can show you right there. That's our that's our Whoa! story. Yeah. Can yeah. you read me any of it? Uh, oh, that's what I was gonna say. Maybe it'd be fun to just read the story me and Luke uh ended up with here. Okay, okay, okay. At the end. It's words about, on a page. Words on a page. It's about birds. Oh <coughs> yeah. I love birds. And so like I won't I will say that like I was sort of having to like prompt him along like you know like what's it gonna be about and he's like you know i think he was mostly like looking around the room and like taking inspiration and stuff but he's like birds and so he would tell me about birds like maybe we should have a main character and then we have a main character in there and then uh, you know be like and then what do they want to do today you know what's next and stuff like that so okay it wasn't yeah that's that's sort of how we got there allow me to read you luke's first story it's fantastic you know it's a real i'm on the edge of my seat right now (laughs) I mean, he's gonna hate me one day for reading this but oh. if you don't know it's not it's not it's very i was like really impressed with all the stuff he was saying so anyway i mean i'm trying not to laugh right ready not not like not because it's like bad or anything all right all right luke's first story right birds like to collect eggs and build nests the bird then birds land on trees and get acorns then they land on grass and eat bird seed some birds change colors like chameleons <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> then they get stuff for their nests. Then they collect flowers. So this is your background on birds. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so you know. I'm, I'm learning a lot I about know, birds learning, right now. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. in case you didn't know any of these things. Uh, now we have our main character. Tweet Tweet enters the stage. Oh, Ready? okay. Yeah. yeah. Tweet Tweet was a red bird. He liked to dip his hair in the water and swim. Tweet Tweet has orange eyes and black feet and red hair. One day, Tweet Tweet wanted to go to the park. He loved playing on the merry-go-round, but Tweet Tweet was a stuffed animal, so he could not fly to the park. Luke offered to take Tweet Tweet to the park in the car and hold him in his lap. At the park, Tweet Tweet wants to play, wanted to play with the dog. Tweet Tweet fell to the ground, and Luke picked him up. Then Tweet Tweet wanted to ride on Luke's head. He rode on Luke's head all the way to the merry-go-round. The merry-go-round was fun. Then a dragon came. <laughs> Amazing! A nice dragon who hugged Tweet Tweet. (laughs) Then another nice dragon (laughs) and kissed Tweet Tweet. (laughs) Oh man! Suddenly, it began raining popcorn, and Tweet Tweet ate as much as he could. Tweet Tweet saw an airplane flying in the sky and said, "Whoa!" Then he got stuck in a giant shoe and yelled, help me. (laughs) Oh boy. Luke heard Tweet Tweet and helped him out of the shoe. Tweet Tweet was so tired, he took a nap on a giant sock and began snoring. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Tweet Tweet woke up from his nap and burped, then rolled over Luke's head. Then he had to go potty and pooped. (laughs) The end. Last word of the story is pooped. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what are you even doing with that? Oh, it's so good. I, I would know. frame it. <laughs> I would frame it. Yeah, we should. So, tweet Tweet has a fantastic character arc. I know. Right, right. <laughs> so many unexpected things happened at the park. <laughs> the most shocking was the fact that there was not just one dragon, but two. Two dragons. Two nice dragons. <laughs> two very nice dragons. Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> anyway, I hope you all enjoyed the um, the narrative 
brought to life by my son, Luke, and his crazy imagination. Well done, Luke. Well done. Well it was done. a really, it's really, truly fantastic and original story yes. when it comes down to it. No doubt. I, I mean, I'm, I was, I was, on, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Um, I'm just glad that it, that it went the places it went. Yes, exactly. And we're all yep. better for it. Yep. Yep. Well, thank we you go. for thank you for stopping me from closing today's episode <laughs> to share this particular <laughs> new installment. Yeah, uh, I look forward to more Luke stories. Oh, as well me too. Yeah, I think it should be a new segment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. And we now, never know about what he's gonna feel on a whim. And now but, a story from Luke. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much as ever for tuning into this week's episode of the Pop. If you would like to support us over on Patreon, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash/PopcornCulture. Uh, I am excited to announce that for the month of November. November, actually starting on Halloween, uh, so Monday uh, after this episode comes out, uh, we're going to be starting our next step competition. Uh, the step competition takes place within <coughs> the Super Carlin Brothers Discord, uh, which you can gain access to at the $5 tier over on Patreon. Um, and with that, we have a really cool program called Pacer that we use that basically brings everybody into one place. You can connect it to any tracking device that you have or just like smartphone that you may have at your disposal because most smartphones have tracking devices and uh, count your steps each and every day. There's a fun leaderboard and it's just honestly, it ends up being like a really great motivation tool to go out there and kind of get some steps in each yeah. day and there's like a fun uh step in time corner of the discord where everybody goes in and like motivates each other and talks about like what they've been up to and mm -hmm. their their goals for the day and such so that's right it's just an all-around really fun way to interact with people from all over the world so again if you want to check it out it's the five dollar tier over at patreon.com slash popcorn culture but otherwise until next time pop pop You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.